Yo, 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 what's good, what's up, what's happening everyone, I'm your host Ryan Allen and welcome to All In, All Out. I hope that every one of you who's listening now is having a great day and a great start to their week. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time it may be. I thank you all for listening and joining in once again. Now, with today's episode, let's talk about showing off. Let's talk about good deeds. Because recently, I saw that The Rock, but some people may call him Dwayne Johnson, he recently posted on his Instagram a nice charity in his home island of Hawaii. Now, for some who may not know, The Rock, he grew up in Hawaii for some time. And for a one-year period, he stole Snickers bars. He claims that it was to help his gym activities in some way, whether it's energy or things of that nature. And matter of fact, rather I explain it to you, let me share with you his actual story. And this video is coming directly from The Rock's Instagram account. So take a listen. I have been waiting decades to do what I'm getting ready to do now. Hey, where's your Snickers? When I was 14 years old, every day I used to stop here at this 7-Eleven and steal a king-size Snicker bar because I couldn't afford to buy one. That was my pre-workout food. I did that for almost a year every day. I had to come back and buy every Snickers bar on those shelves. What's your name? BK. Ring all these up. BK's like, Nice to steal a Snickers every day. We're doing that. I gotta come back and I have to buy them, you know what I mean? DK's look, look, listen, I'm trying to count all this shit. I don't need to hear your stories. Go tell Oprah. What are you at? You're welcome. Here you got me, brother. Come on. You want anything? You got anything? How much? Two ninety-eight. Yeah. That's just for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm gonna leave these here. If somebody looks like they're stealing Snickers, give them these so they don't steal it. Thank you. After decades, I am behind. Now come on over here. Let's take a picture. I gotta go. The rock is here. Bye. After decades of me wanting to come back home to 7-Eleven and try and make good, that felt really, really good. I'm out. Snickers and 7-Eleven. Okay, now, some of you may be thinking, Ryan, what's the big deal? He's doing something good. He's redeeming himself from his past. He's doing great works in his community. Remember what he said about 14 years. He did that for some time as a pre-workout. What's the problem? People do it all the time. They, they show videos on themselves doing good works. 
there's couples on TikTok. I, I, I recall a trend where couples on TikTok, they would ask their, their husband or their wives if they, can, if they want to do their favorite things for the day. They would give them their favorite item or they gift them in some way, shape, or form on social media. Ryan, what's the big deal? I'll tell you what the big deal is. And before I make that statement, let me make myself very clear. I do not believe that every single person literally who posts good works on their social media account is doing it out of narcissism, is doing it to be braggadocious, is doing it to show off. I don't believe that. But I believe many people are doing that. And many people are doing that and they don't even realize it. So here's my statement. It's not of God. Jesus said to not do that. You know, and I got a big problem with these high-profile people, such as The the Rock, Shaquille O'Neal, and other people. Those are just examples. LeBron James, who posts their, the good deeds that they do when helping out other people. Now, that's not to say they do it all the time, or to say that they do it out of a, a bad intention, but when you have cameras following you, when you have, and I'm not talking about fans, when you have production companies such as, for example, the ESPN or BR Live, excuse me, or any other high profile company having cameras follow you around as you do this charitable work or that charitable work. That's when I got a problem with it. And I I first want to back it up with scripture. And the, the first scripture I want to read is coming from Proverbs chapter 27, 27 verses one and two, and I'm reading from the New King James. Quote, do not boast about tomorrow, for you do, you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. See, what the scripture reads is, let other people praise you let your actions speak louder than your words. And there's actually another scripture that coincides and validates that sentiment of let your actions speak louder than your words. And it's something that Jesus actually said. And it's in, I believe it's Matthew chapter 7, where he 
he reads, or he stated, beware of false prophets who comes to you in sheep's clothing, wolf in sheep's clothing, and some versions. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? And fruits just mean somebody's actions. It's that simple. Everybody will slip up at some time. If they're a bad person and you see them, see them do good things, they're going to slip up at some point. If, if, if that's who they really are, and I mean a bad person. They're going to they're gonna do it because it's in their nature. It's, it's what's in their heart. You know, and the Bible also states, shall know a, a man by their heart. Uh, and what's in your heart is going to manifest to other people. And again, going back to Proverbs chapter 27, look, let other people talk about you, talk about you. You don't need to tell people about, oh, I did this, I did that. Because you know what that tells me is that you did it, that good deed, just to show people that you're a good deed, want to have that, that image of a good person, but you didn't want to do it just, to, cause, just because you want to help out the individual. And I got a problem with that because you know what that tells me? You're a fake and a fraud. It's that simple. See, with me, I don't recall ever, ever since I've been saved and born again, hallelujah, that I did something, a good thing, just because of wanting to tell other people, oh, look what I did. Look what I did. I did this. I did that, et cetera, et cetera. Now, down the line, I will admit that when I needed to defend myself by the things that I have done, yes, I have said that. I have said that. But I'm here to tell you right now, that wasn't right. It was not right. The right thing to do is just keep doing what you're doing with your actions whether it's on the job or whether it's in the gym or whether it's in life. Again, in Matthew chapter 7, you shall know them by their fruits. And the fruits are your actions, what you do for people, how you help people, your, your mannerisms, your character, your personality. Because if you're, if you're a, a good person, which Jesus said no man is good, if you're a nice person, let me put it that way, then your fruits will show. Your positive fruits will show. And that's all that matters. Quite frankly, as, God, as long as God knows that you're doing well, 
towards other people. If Jesus knows you're doing well by people, respecting people, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You know, a while back when I was standing up for myself over a family situation, I convicted somebody by the word of God and they didn't like it. This individual told me <laughs> that I hate people and that I was a fake Christian. You believe that? Now, I wasn't offended. Genuinely wasn't. I was surprised, but I was not offended at all. Because at the end of the day, you shall know them by their fruits, by their actions. And it's that simple. I know I went off on a little side journey, as my pastor would say. But the whole point is, in relations to Proverbs chapter 27, verses 1 and 2, let other people praise you, as the scripture states. Let other people brag about you and just keep on trucking. And so here's the second scripture I, I want to read. And it's coming out of Luke chapter 8, verses 11. And once again, this is Jesus talking. And I'll be reading from the Amplified. It reads, when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, and again, when it reads, reads wedding feast, it's not specifically a wedding feast. Jesus is just using that as an example. So when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not sit down to eat at the place of honor, since a more distinguished person that you may have been invited by the host. And he who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this man your place. And then in disgrace, you proceed to take the last place. Now, let me break that down real quick. That's, that part is talking about humility and knowing your lane. You know, my dad would say at times, B, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. <laughs> and that's, in a sense, that's what scripture is talking about. Not to say that you're a dirty old dog and you need to treat yourself like garbage, but it's saying humble yourself to know that you're not at a certain level with regards to whatever the situation might be, whether it be as a basketball player where you believe that you're an A-grade talent, but you're really a B-grade talent, or if you believe that you're, you're well-equipped academically in math, when in reality you're you're not that well-equipped in mathematics. Or if you're driving a car and you believe you're, you're skillful <laughs> to drift because you could drive a manual transmission, but the fact that you're only good enough to drive a manual transmission. 
Now, that's what the scripture is talking about. Humbling yourself to, to sit at a place of humility, to know your lane. It's similar to, say, someone in my position right now. I don't make six figures right now. And I want to go and get a, a Porsche 959, 1988. <laughs> but it's something I want, but it's not in my budget. And it, it would be egotistical of me to go to a parking lot, chat with the sales rep, talk all about that Porsche 959, and I come to find out through discovery that I'm not able to afford it. That, that's egotistical, and that's wasting the person's time. So up until that point, that's what the scripture is talking about. Humility and saving <laughs> embarrassment too, because as the scripture reads, let's see, give this man your place, and then in disgrace you proceed to take the last place. Because when you humble yourself, you're not gonna look like a fool. Well, let me let me let me change that word. You're not gonna look unintelligent you're not gonna look wise you're gonna look unwise and that's why we gotta humble ourselves the, the bible reads have humility as a child because ch children they're nervous about certain situations so they back off until they they learn about that aspect they learn that skill and then they could proceed forward. Now, let me continue. But when you are invited, go and sit down to eat at the last place so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up higher. And then you will be honored in the presence of all who are at the table with you. And that, again, that goes back to humility. If you humble yourself, you will be rewarded. At every at personal example, at every job I had, I never bragged about the great things that I did at those places. The great things. Never did it. Never did it. And for most of those jobs, they wanted me back in some capacity. Whether it was as a valet attendant, working at Petco, which where I'm back at now currently, or CVS. Because of my fruits, because of my actions, because of my humility, I got the hand extended to come back anytime that I want at that time, after proceeding, leaving those said jobs. And the places that didn't offer me that, it was because of evilness, it was, it was because of spite, 
And it was because of the devil. And I'm talking about that wireless company and when I did security specifically. That's the reason why. And again, I'm not being braggadocious. I'm just giving you real life examples of when you humble yourself and you let other people talk about you in that positive manner, you will be rewarded. You will. In some way, shape, or form, you will. And if not by people, by God himself. Hallelujah. So let me, let me finish up the scripture for the sake of time. For anyone who exalts himself, here's the key verse. For anyone who exalts himself will be humbled before others. And he who habitually humbles himself, here's the key, keeps a realistic self-view will be exalted. And that's where I was talking about Staying in your lane. Know your limitations. Know your boundaries. I understand the scripture in Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have it right there on my dresser. And I'm looking at it right now. But that's talking about spiritually. I could do all things through Christ. And naturally too. In the earth. Absolutely. But there's levels to this. There's levels in terms of what we're able to do. When we don't have the ability to do every single thing. That's just common sense. And that's why I like the Amplify. Because it states, keeps a realistic self-view. Because we all have flaws. We all do. There are certain things that we have physically that prevents us or limits us to do other things. For example, with my, my, my left knee, I'm able to be more flexible in my, my left knee, in my left leg, than my right leg. Because years ago, I hyperextended the left leg which leaves it more vulnerable. That's a limitation. Now, it hasn't hindered me in any way, but again, I'm just giving you an example. Another example would be when I was younger, I used to be injury prone with my ankles. You know, and I had to, I didn't have to, but it was necessary for me to wear an ankle brace for every single time I played basketball. Again, I was limited because at times I would be nervous to jump high off the ground, fearing or scared that I would land wrong or land on a person's foot. And that's why we have to humble ourselves. Don't be braggadocious. Know our lanes. Hallelujah. And uh, the last scripture that I, I want to read in, in regards to not showing off 
of why we shouldn't be showing off. And let me say this. Again, it's one thing where somebody is videotaping you do a good deed. Now, for example, when I was, when I was at CVS, I was helping out a, a certain individual and they had an issue with their phone. I asked them what was going on because, again, I worked at AT&T, so I, I know how to handle certain situations. So I helped the lady out. And I noticed that the lady didn't have a phone case. So at the time, I had a phone case. Uh, I don't remember the brand, but it was a nice cameo phone case to where it, it whatever phone color that I had, it matched up with the phone case itself. So instead of the green, it, it would be blue if I, had the, if I had a phone with a color blue or yellow and vice versa, whatever color option. And in my heart, I, it was in me to give the phone case to the individual because she had asked me about what are the best places to get a phone case, what's the best phone case quality and all that. And the phone case I had were one of the top tier brands out there. But it was just on my heart in that moment, probably five seconds later, to call her back right before she left. And I gave her my phone case. And like a long story short, she was in tears. And she told me a story about a certain individual who was going through an, an illness. She asked me to pray for him, and I did. And I eventually I ended up seeing the lady for a second time. And she was with her husband, I believe, and she told a story about what I did. I, I ain't say a word to nobody. I, I didn't say nothing. My, my colleague happened to be there, and all I said was, I'm just, I just want to help out. That's all. That's all. Now, the reason I bring that up is for two reasons. First reason is that I didn't brag about it. I didn't go to my colleague and say, man, so-and-so, this happened, and I gave her a phone case. I didn't do that. I did not do that. And the second reason why I brought that up is to say, which, is, which was my original point, is that if he were to videotape the whole scenario from beginning to end, and he didn't tell me about it, and he ended up ending up posting it on social media, that's one thing. Because someone else is doing the, the boasting for you, the showing off for you. Uh, but it's one thing, but it's another thing to where, for example, he takes the video, he showed it 
to me, if that, if that happened, I would tell him, my man or whomever, you could send me the video, but I would appreciate it if you didn't share it on social media because I'm not about bragging for what I did just to get attention for people to say, oh, look at the good deed Ryan did for today. I don't care about that. I don't care whatsoever. I'm just doing God's work. Because I know at the end of the end of the day, it's just a phone case. It's just a phone case. It's just a phone. Who cares? Quite frankly, if we didn't live in the day and age to where we needed smartphones just for marketing and business purposes and advertisements, I wouldn't have a smartphone. I would not have a smartphone. I would have a flip phone. <laughs> and I be- and a side journey, I believe that every person under the age of 18 should have a, a flip phone in this day and age because of the, the exposure that social media is exporting out into the world to the children is very violent, is perverse, and quite frankly, it's BS. I, I saw today, oh, excuse me, that there was a TikTok trend. And this trend happened back in, I believe, 2008. And the trend was, the I believe it's called blackout, to where a person videotapes themselves getting being unconscious and videotaping themselves waking up, which resulted in many deaths. <laughs> and, and nowadays... We have 14-year-olds with iPhones. We have 10-year-olds with iPhones. We even have six-year-olds with phones. A six-year-old with a cell phone. Are you kidding me? I'm not attempting to compare myself, but I didn't get a phone until I was in seventh grade. And the reason why I even got a phone because I was playing basketball. So if I need to call somebody, I need to call somebody. And if I wasn't playing sports, there was no need for me to have a phone. None. And again, my first phone was a pink flip phone from Sprint. And I had no problem with it. I was still able to text. I was still able to make phone calls. I was still able to use the internet. And limited capacities. But what I, I didn't need the internet. I didn't need the internet. If I wanted to research something, I would go to the library. And it's the same thing with social media from the standpoint of there are pros and cons to everything. The pros for me is I could research something really quickly. The con is 
is a lot of exposure that are not positive and can easily influence the wrong individual. Easily influence the wrong, the wrong individual if they don't know better. Hey, I won't, there was an in, incident to where I saw somebody and they were on YouTube and they were watching nudity on the YouTube. And obviously, the nudity was blocked off on YouTube. But just the fact that it's out there, it can cause perverseness. It can cause sexual, the wrongful sexual influences to where if a guy watches that and he sees two guys are nude together, oh... I wonder what it would be like if two guys were together. If I were with a guy. I'm telling you, people who are listening right now, who have children, do not get your kids a smartphone device. Do not get them an iPad. Don't do it. And if you are, if you are going to do it, at the very least, put major restrictions on that device. Major restrictions. And don't use it as a leave-me-alone device. And when I mean leave-me-alone device, I mean, hey, I don't want to be bothered, so just go on the iPad. Man, when I was in high school, on the weekends, we would play ball. We would play basketball. And, and if it was raining outside, that's when we would play video games. But I was outside. Wasn't playing on the iPad. Wasn't on my phone all day. I would play outside. And, th- and that's what these kids like nowadays. They're very... They're not that well with social skills. They're not that well with communicating. And that's because of this technology. You, you know, and for, there's some people out there who say, well, they're going to learn it at some point. Why not learning now? Dude, they, they make these technological devices so easy for people to understand. They don't take, they don't take less than five minutes to get the basic Fun functions down of that device. So, I know that was a side journey, but I, 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 I needed to say that. Get your kids a smartphone. Um, excuse me, I take that back. Get your kids a flip phone. Don't get them a smartphone. And if you're going to get them a smartphone, put major restrictions on that device. You know, back then, different. It was still some exposure out there, negative exposure, but it had, it, now it's been amplified more than ever. I said it before. When I was in school, I, I, I didn't hear anything about transgenders and non-binaries and pronouns and all that garbage. I didn't hear any of that. But now... It's infiltrated the school system. And they're teaching kids that nonsense. 
and they see it on the TikTok and they 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 see people copying one another, being followers and not leaders. And a lot of that has to do with social media. And these influencers on these major corporations creating an algorithm to show that to the young people. It's a sick, a sick, twisted agenda to get at the children to where it's in their psyche at a young age. And I blame the parents and the guardians for putting them in that position because it's a child. And unfortunately, for certain children, when they're exposed to that, they, they, they grow up with certain, certain characteristics and certain views. And now when they're adults, they're, they're spreading those views towards other people. And then it grows. And then it grows. And then that's why we have many liberal people who thinks abortion is okay. I think murdering a child is okay. And that all stems from social media. Really, it, it all stems from sin. But sin through social media. That's why you need to get right with God. You need to repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. So let me get back <laughs> to not showing off. That's the topic for today. Not showing off. So the last scripture I'm going to read is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. And this, this passage of scripture, it reads, Take heed, and I like it another version, I believe it's in the NLT, it reads, Watch out! And other versions, it reads, be careful. I really like that watch out. Like, watch out. Like, move, get out the way. Be careful, move. So it reads, take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Jesus talking. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand Know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. Wow. In that passage of scripture, and let that sink in, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and that your father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. 
And this passage of scripture is talking about do good to please God. And it's that simple. Anytime that we do good on this earth, do it in worship of God. Don't do it for yourself. Remember, the, the two greatest commandments that Jesus said is to love God with all thy heart and all thy soul and to love thy neighbor. Two greatest commandments. And loving God is doing the good deeds, the charitable deeds, as the scripture states, but do it in secret. That's why you ever heard the saying, work when no one is watching, practice when no one is watching. Because when your fruits show amongst the people, amongst mankind, people will know. And people will ask questions. And then you'll be able to provide them the understanding and knowledge of how you got to that point. If they truly humble themselves and not be prideful, they'll ask. And then you can provide them that insight, that knowledge and understanding. And that's part of the reason of how souls are saved. Because of your actions. Because your charitable deeds are done and not bragged about by your own self. It's bragged about by others. And that's what Jesus said. I'm going to read that passage one more time. Really let it sink in. Take heed. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So, first verse, plain and simple. Don't do something just to get attention because you're not going to get no reward from it. God ain't going to reward you for it. That's why, it, it, that's why that's part of the reason what's wrong with the Muslims. They believe in good deeds, that if, if good deeds outweigh the, the bad deeds, that they get to go to heaven. No. 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 Do not do charitable deeds just to be seen by people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it because of your love for God. Verse 2, therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Surely I say to you, they have their reward. So if you're going to do something, don't be bragging while you're doing it. And that part about do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites, that's 
in, in reference to giving to the needy. If you look in the, I believe it was the book of James, chapter, chapter 1 and Galatians 2. And the trumpets, it's, it's a reference to making a bunch of noise, hollering at people. Look at me, look at me, look what I'm doing. Verse 3. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That your charitable deed may be in secret. And your father, who sees in secret, will himself reward you openly. Oh, that's powerful. That if you do charitable deeds for the love of God in Jesus Christ, that God himself will reward you. Personally, he's going to reward you. And that's why... We should not do charitable deeds, do nice things in the world just to have, just to show them off to other people through our own volition. Other people, only other people should be bragging about what you do, not yourself. That's what Jesus said. Let people talk about the good things that you do. Let people talk about your accomplishments. Let people talk about your personality. Let people talk about your, your character. Just the other week, I had a colleague of mine give me all sorts of compliments and flatterings and things of that nature. And all I said was, I appreciate that. That's all I said. That didn't say, well... That's just who I am, and I'm all that in a bag of chips. I didn't do none of that. I didn't do none of that. All I said was, I appreciate that. Which is respectful, because what you're doing there, what I was doing there, is acknowledging the person. Acknowledging the fruits of God through, that's in me. And that has come out of me through my actions. Hallelujah. And my last message to all of you. I've said it many times, but I need to re reiterate it. Only do charitable deeds according to the scripture to please God. No man, no woman not your girlfriend, not your boyfriend, not your mother, not your dad, not your boss, not your manager, not even yourself, but primarily and genuinely only God. That is not to say that you can do stuff for yourself from time to time. Treat yourself. For charitable deeds, only for God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And that's all I got for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that all of you who've listened to the end have learned something. 
I've gained some knowledge and understanding. Because it's important to know this stuff. It's important to know why we are ought not to do certain things and to do certain things in regards to God. Hallelujah. You can follow me on all my social media platforms. They'll be in the description below. If you desire to leave a five-star rating or a comment, I'll greatly appreciate it, of course. And with that being said, stay blessed and stay well-balanced. Thank you. <laughs>